Getin Perak Aleph, Mishnah Dalad 1-4. This Mishnah and the next two that follow are describing ways in which Gite Nashim are like Shechure Vadim, that is to say, bills of divorce are treated similarly to bills of emancipation for Vadim, for slaves. Uh, we're talking about Evid Kananim, slaves. Um, and how that is in contrast to other kinds of legal documents. So here our first Mishnah says, Echad Gite Nashim Ve'echad Shechure Vadim. The law applies equally to bills of divorce for women and for bills of emancipation for of the Kananim, Gentile slaves. They're shavu l'molech v'lamevi. They're equal in terms of the requirement for bringing and taking them, meaning when a shaliach delivers over the border of Yisrael a get he must declare and that's true and um, both if the uh, shliach is bringing a get for a woman or a bill of emancipation for an evid now the reason why um these two are the same just i want to go back to the you know the beginning of the masech the thought here make sure everything's clear and sort of restate it in a different way the rabbis required that when an evid excuse me when a shliach delivers a get from overseas or over the border he has to make this declaration. Now, the reason for that primarily is a leniency on the woman. We want to make it easy on her. And I want to explain that out more fully here, make sure it's clear. If the husband would come and contest the get she has in her hand, so really, Midoraisa get stands on its own and should be above, you know, it's got two signatories. We assume it's therefore certified and it would stand in court. And if it's the husband says it's not valid, so it's really kind of like a he said, she said. He says it's not valid, she says it is valid, but she gets the upper hand because she has two signatories on it, which certify that it's a legitimate document, and therefore should win. That's a case, Midor Araisa. Midor we said when a person has a contract which is contested, so then he has the right, if he claims that it's you know a forged document, he has the right to demand to evidence the validity of the document based on the signatures. And if we're talking about a woman who is living at a distance from where the get was written, so she'll be now in a nasty predicament because she's living in Timbuktu. The get was written back in Eretz Yisrael. If the husband shows up in Timbuktu and contests the legitimacy of the get, she'll have to find witnesses um, to confirm it, and they're back in Eretz Yisrael. She's in Timbuktu, so it's not going to work. She'll be stuck, and therefore she'll be in a guna um, because the status quo, her chazak is, we know she was a married woman. We're not confirming, we're unable to confirm that she's now a divorced woman because it's his word against hit her word against his, and therefore she'll be stuck. And therefore the rabbis made this leniency, which said, when the shaliach delivers it, if he says in front of two people, which might be, or which constitutes a bezdin, let's say, or in front of a bezdin, he says, um, nechtam, nechtam, he can he certifies that this uh, bill of divorce, the get, is um, legitimate, Written Lishma, signed by Kosher Adam, um, and therefore um, now she will have like a local witness because the people based on that certification who will then be able to say, We know this is a certified document based on the testimony of that Shaliach. And even though usually one Shaliach is not enough, one person not enough to do a certification, you need two witnesses. Here we were lenient um, because Midorites is okay, we were lenient with just one person because we didn't want the Aguna situation. So, therefore, that's all I sort of repeated myself from back in the beginning. But now that means net net. If it's his word against his, whether the get is kosher, since the Shaliach certified it by saying, he or the people who he said in front of those witnesses or that Bezdin 
will be able to confirm that it's been certified and therefore she will win, meaning she won't be in Aguna. Um, so that, by and large, really is sort of a leniency to her advantage. So she can remarry, notwithstanding his, you know, his uh, contest in the legitimacy of the get. Now, the same kind of rationale applies for an Evd Kanani. An Evd Kanani is a, is a person who started out being not Jewish. They were purchased by a Jew to become a slave. At that point, when they're purchased by a Jew, so a few things change about them. First of all, um, they're owned. They have no longer personal freedom, uh, which is topical to itself, not for right now. They have to keep mitzvahs. They have to accept to do mitzvahs like a Jewish woman. Meaning they have to keep Shabbos, keep kosher, all that kind of thing. Just not the mitzvahs ashish as mangrama, essentially. But, you know, and all the other mitzvahs that a woman are exempt from, they are exempt from. Um, but they're basically living as a Jew, like Jewish women live as Jews. Okay? Um, they have to accept that upon themselves, going to the mikvah, getting brismila. Uh, in addition, and accepting the Torah like that. Okay? And the Jews are not allowed to keep an Evid Kanani won't accept to live a Jewish halakhic lifestyle. Now, more than that, who can this Evid Kanani marry? So the answer is, he can marry a Shrifka Kananis, another slave, a female-owned slave, but he cannot marry a regular Jewish woman. Okay, he, a regular Yisraelis is forbidden to an Evid Kanani. Now, when an Evid Kanani is emancipated, he gets his get Shechrur, so now he becomes a full-blown Jew. Since he already had his circumcision and went to the mikvah um, and he's keeping the Torah just that he was owned as a owned as an Eved he's not a free man he's not a Jew fully but as soon as he's um, as soon as he is emancipated he immediately becomes like a ger a convert okay and he becomes a Jew in full good standing automatically upon getting really re, re, emancipated that being the case um, his his uh, pool of women who he can marry totally changes from being only um, Shifra Kananis and not regular Jewish women, to only regular Jewish women and not Shifra Kananios, not, not uh, slaves. So now, since those are two mutually exclusive sets of people, if we don't know whether this person has been freed or is a slave, which is the situation that we're talking about where the fellow thinks he's been emancipated, then the owner shows up on the scene in Timbuktu and contests the legitimacy of his get shechur, he says it's a forgery. So now we don't know. This person was a slave. Now he says that he is emancipated, and he has a document to show it for it. Um, but the owner contests the legitimacy of the document, so therefore he would be stuck because the bezin shouldn't know what to do, and therefore he wouldn't be able to marry anybody. Couldn't marry. That's the point here. Couldn't marry anybody because if he's a Regular Jew, we can't marry Shifra Kananis. And if he's a if he's an Evid Kanani, he can't marry a regular Jewess. So he's stuck. Okay, and therefore the same leniencies apply. We don't want him to be stuck. And therefore we said if one witness shows up, excuse me, if one Shalich shows up and certifies legitimacy, saying that will then um, tip the scales in his favor in the event that the owner shows up and contests the legitimacy of the get, he'll be able to have recourse to the witnesses who heard the Bufanenechtam certification. And that being the case, um, really we're acting to his benefit that he could remarry uh, based on claiming his his um, get shechur emancipation bill is uh, is legitimate, and he has recourse to those those witnesses who heard the certification from the shaliach. So that's why the halachas are the same when it comes to gitay nashim and and shechur evadim. And then the mission finishes up by saying vazu echad min hadrachim sheshavu gitay nashim leshechur evadim. This is one of the ways. We'll see there are a couple other ways, several other ways in which um, halachas that apply to gitim for women apply to the gitim for a, a shechur and eved 
and um, and that in contrast to other kinds of contracts, as we shall see, Be'ez Hashem, in the upcoming Mishnayos.